0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings, and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands for laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up, thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans by fans. The Kings defeat the Indiana Pacers tonight 110 109. De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis remain out. Davion Mitchell leads all Kings scores with ten- 25 points. And the birthday boy, Chemezi Metu, sets a new career high with 22. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to smash that like button. And if you would like to join the Royal family with Calvin, Vinny, and I, make sure you hit that sh- uh, subscribe button as well.
0: That's right. Welcome back, Kristen long time no see we're glad to have you back man it was a typical buddy heeled game for the kings tonight i almost thought he was wearing a king's uniform it it was pretty insane great games from Chemezi matu and davion mitchell as you mentioned and damian jones the hero with
1: the tip back uh game winner at the uh, pretty much at the buzzer with point two left if you're listening via your favorite podcast platform we would appreciate a five-star rating and if you would like to be a part of the show, you can always join us live after every single Kings game here on YouTube. We will be right back with your Sacramento Kings nightcap. We're here, we're drinking beers, and we're talking about your Sacramento Kings. Ooh silver bullet tonight Cal -hmm. I love it well guys we have to announce we have a new sponsor Support for Royal Rebounds is brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels Manscaped's performance package the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% 20% off in free worldwide shipping with the code ROYALFAMILY. It's right down there below in the corner at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls, Calvin. It's a lot of balls. All right, so Kings win tonight, 110-109. I'm gonna say that again. Kings win tonight, 110-109. It's been a while since since the Kings got a win here, Calvin. I, by my math, a little over a week <laughs> uh, since a they beat the Chicago Bulls. I was a little worried, uh, you know, going into this game. No Rashawn Holmes, no Deer and Fox, no, uh, you know, Sabonis. Sabonis. And we're going to talk about Rashawn Holmes a little bit later because we have yeah. some information on that front. So make sure you stay tuned. And we got to see uh, Buddy Heald doing Buddy Heald things. We got to see Tyrese Halliburton filling up the stat sheet tonight. 15 assists, zero turnovers. I see you, Tyrese. I see you. All right, Calvin. First thoughts on the game.
0: Well, just glad that this game was uh, close and competitive down the stretch. I, I felt like it was a little uh, hard to watch at times there through the middle portion of this game. There, there was a lot of sloppy play. Um, the, the Kings defense was a little bit all over the place. Tyrese was just picking them apart, and the Pacers got a ton of wide-open threes, and they, they were shooting pretty well from three, over 40% for most of the game. Uh, but good thing that that they gave us something to, to watch for you know, at the end there, because... When you think about how this game really went, both these teams are out of it. There's nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. There's so many big-name players that are out of this game for both sides. I mean, you think about all the people we didn't see tonight, how much of a difference that would have made for this game. No Fox, no Miles Turner, no Sabonis, no Rashawn Holmes, no Malcolm Brogdon. And almost
1: identical records. And almost identical <laughs> records.
0: So the fact that it was competitive and came down to the last possession you know, was great because it gave us all kind of a, an incentive – uh to watch the the whole way through for this game and it was great to see as much as it hurt probably for all Kings fans it was great to see Tyrese look like Tyrese and it probably felt pretty good for most people to see Buddy look like Buddy turns <laughs> it over the first and last possession of the game he was really really aggressive i mean of course you knew he was going to come out and and try to light it up tonight mm-hmm. and he did that but he also did the same things that he does Time and time again, which is costly, costly plays for his team down the stretch.
1: Yeah, there's the good buddy, the bad buddy, and the and the buddy buddy. The buddy buddy. I want to give a shout-out to everybody here in the chat. Fred, I see you here. Makami, Sass, Kristen, Brian, welcome, welcome everybody. I think we got a few more in here. Gothin, welcome. Alfie, I see you here. Hope you guys had a wonderful evening watching some amazing Kings basketball. The best thing about this game was it was actually a good game. You know, like, no team was really blowing out another team. You know, both teams led by 11 at one point in the game. That was the largest lead of this game so far. It was very back and forth. I have to admit, Calvin, towards the end of this game, I thought the Kings were going to lose this game. Oh, yeah. And then Buddy (laughs) turns it over and gives us a
0: chance. Well, in the third quarter when the Kings went down 11, I think it was 87-76, Tyrese had that great – breakaway layup where he just split the middle of the King's defense like the Red Sea. That's the moment I thought it was over personally. Yeah. But give the Kings credit. They battled back. They finally got hot from three a little bit in that fourth quarter. Jeremy Lamb hit some big ones for them. And Davion was, again, really, really good down the stretch.
1: Yep. Yeah, Fred, I'm having some allergies today. It's been super windy the past couple (laughs) days here, and it's killing me. Crazy windy. Don't worry. I took a couple COVID tests I'm negative, so all good there. Just a little uh, a little congestion. Nothing uh, a Coors Light can't fix. All right, Calvin, let's jump here into the box scores because I- I'm excited to go over all these numbers. Anybody not named uh, Justin Holliday, I'm happy <laughs> to go over.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it was a, a good all-around effort again from the Kings tonight. As you mentioned at the top of the show, Davion led the way. Once again, 25 points, 7 assists. One rebound, one steal. Three turnovers tonight, which is better than what it's been lately. And he shot really, really well again. Hit all three of his free throws. He's now made his last 10 consecutive free throws. Not bad for a guy who's shooting under 60% for the season. Uh, He was 10 of 15 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 11 apiece from Barnes and Trey Lyles, 12 including the game winner for Damian Jones to go along with six boards. But this was about the bench this game. Metsu with 22 points. As you said, it's a career high. I think he scored 17 of those in the first, like, nine minutes that he was yeah, on the court. he was balling. He, was, he couldn't miss. 8 of 11 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3, uh, and 5 rebounds. Lamb and DiVincenzo, 10 and 11 points, uh, respectively. And then Alex Lynn added 5 as well. If you want to look at the Pacers, of course, we want to see what uh, Tyrese and Buddy did here. Tyrese was great. 13 points, 15 assists, 3 steals, 0 turnovers, and a block. And Buddy, despite the 4 turnovers, actually had himself a pretty good game. 25 points, 7 assists, 4 steals. He was all over the place on defense. I think he was really trying to make it a point to show the Kings and Kings fans that he does try on defense. I don't know if that's 100% true or not, but he was definitely trying. He was 10 of 18 from the field and 5 of
1: 8 from 3. You know, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been watching a lot of Pacers games since they acquired Tyrese and Buddy Heald. You know, I'll, I'll look at the box score at the end, just kind of look around and see, you know, you're always like, oh, uh, my, my lost ones, what did they have, <laughs> you know? So, you know, I haven't really watched a lot of their games, but I've been looking at the box scores, and I couldn't have picked a better team for Buddy Heald to play Buddy Heald basketball. Ball it out, shoot really well, uh, play you know overall very uh, good game, and then lose it for his team at the end.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. There were moments in this game today where Buddy Heald looked like he was by far and away the best player on the court. Oh, yeah. And then there were moments, as we've all seen watching Buddy Heald for years, where you look at him and you go, how did that even happen? Like the last play of the game there for them. Yeah. That ball didn't even go off his foot. It's like the wind came in the stadium and just pushed it out of his hands. I think he just
1: forgot where the ball was. I don't know. <laughs>
0: and the craziest part of that is if he holds on to the ball a couple seconds longer, he's going to have to get fouled and go to yeah. the free throw and line. And he's a great free throw and shooter. he's a money free throw shooter. So, yeah, pretty pretty amazing.
1: What's up, Alex? What's up, Jay? Drew? What a, what up, Jeff? Welcome, welcome. Hope you all enjoyed this game. You know, we – uh yeah, Buddy Butterfingers. It's Buddy Fingers. Um, you know – We all want the Kings to do better, right? And we've been talking about tanking or no tanking and all this stuff. You know, you look at the standings. The Kings aren't going anywhere. (laughs) They're not really going up. They're not going down. They're just kind of staying stagnant. So I'm okay with wins like this. I thought that this was a great team win. It really helps guys like Davion Mitchell, uh, Chemezi Metu, Damian Jones. Great game for him. He said that this was his first ever career game winner, which, you know, Dude's been playing for a long time to make it to the NBA, but that's just amazing. You know, uh, I think that's a position-wise thing.
0: Well, it's even position-wise. Game winners, they don't – for everybody that plays, you know, they don't happen that often. A lot of guys, I think you'd be surprised to hear how many big-name players there are in the NBA that have never had a game winner in their career.
1: Yeah, Phoenix, I think we are going to be, you know, resting some people here. I don't know if Fox is going to return. I don't know if Sabonis is going to return. You know, he's out, um, what is it, five games, five or six games. So he's only eligible if he's reevaluated and they deem him available to return. I think he's only eligible to play maybe the last two or three games of the season, which in my mind is not even worth it. It, So It just doesn't make any sense. I don't see him playing. I see both of them, uh, you know, resting. But, hey, we got a Kings win tonight with a bunch of people out. Um, our season is done, but that's okay. We can still we can still watch and enjoy Kings basketball, right? A- absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it makes
0: no sense for these guys to come back and play for a um, ton of reasons. I mean, number one, obviously health, right? Like you you don't want them to come out and ag- re aggravate an injury or create a whole new injury with just a couple games left. But also, you've got this big off season coming up. You have a lot of pieces on the team that are new. You, you're t- trying to figure out who's going to stay who's going to go what the long-term plan is you need to see these guys play and when Davion Mitchell is playing like the way he has since he's been back in the starting lineup it gives you such an easy excuse to say we're just going to ride this out for the rest of the season Mm -hmm. let Fox rest up and get healthy um, and and evaluate the rest of the pieces that we have on this team because you know we know well (laughs) I, I would be very shocked
1: if we still don't know who De'Aaron the best Fox. player on this team is, Calvin.
0: <laughs> I would be shocked if De'Aaron Fox or Sabonis was moved this offseason. Yeah. So it's safe to say that you can just let those guys sit on the bench and try to evaluate what, what else is on this team. You know, Chemezi Metu has had moments like this sporadically throughout the season. Keep getting him some minutes. See if he can get some momentum and continue to play well like this heading into the end of the season um, because you've got a lot of big decisions to make this offseason
1: you really do and you know i have to say this game winner tonight by damian jones is probably going to help out his contract negotiations if it's with sacramento or another right. team this is a win win for him tonight but i totally agree with you cal like there's we talk about how deep this roster is how many players that we want to see play and they don't get they don't get a chance early on in the season luke walden really shortened this entire lineup and we didn't get to see most of these guys play now is the time to let it loose, let him out, see what you got, so you can evaluate everything coming this upcoming offseason. Davion Mitchell's been playing incredible since he's been in the starting lineup without Deere and Fox. And we talked about on the last podcast on whether that's going to help his trade value if he is going to be moved. And, you know, we talked about how nobody on this team should be untradeable at this point, right? Like the goal is to improve the team, mm-hmm. whatever that takes you improve the team. So, you know, I, I would love to have Davion on this team next year, but this just improves his value. So that if they were trying to go after a third star, maybe a Bradley Beal or somebody like that, they have another piece that doesn't make a ton of money that they can throw in there to help sweeten a deal to make this team better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with Buddha here saying that it's it is fun, you know, in watching these games that are pretty much meaningless it's fun to see some of these guys get run that we haven't seen play in a long time. It's more fun to see them play well, like a lot of them did tonight. Uh, but it, it's basically the only thing that we really have left to watch for, right? It's yeah. trying to evaluate uh, is Trey Lyle going to stay with this team. What do they do with Metu, Um Damian Jones? How much money are they willing to pay him in the off season, depending on what the, the uh, you know, free agent landscape looks like for him. It's, the, you know, we're already in the offseason mode, so it, yep. that's that's really what we're
1: looking for here. Yeah, it's going to be exciting next couple months for us. You know, we have the draft lottery. We have the draft free agency. You know, as Kings fan, this is the season that we live for, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's official now. 16 seasons, not making the playoffs, but this is something we can build on. You know, I think that this team has improved this season. Uh, maybe it's not showing record-wise, but talent-wise, I think it has improved um and they still have a ton of assets that are available to them to use in this offseason to improve this team a little bit more. So I'm not worried at all. The season's over. Yes, I lost my bet in Vegas, Calvin, on the over <laughs> under for the Kings uh wins yeah, this season. Did. But that's okay. That's okay. They're going to get better. There's always anything that really Really uh, stuck out to you here in the team stats. I know the Kings didn't shoot that well it, from three-point range. It was
0: very even. Uh, you know, really the only things that stand out to me are, um, you, you know, the shooting, I wouldn't say it stands out. Uh, the Kings started off shooting really hot. That first quarter, they were on fire, especially Metu. Um, to me, it's free throws, rebounds, and assists. The Pacers had 34 assists tonight uh, for 15 or in and 15 turnovers. Kings 26, which is not bad, but 34 is a great number to hit. And that's all a product of having a guy like Tyrese Alliburton, right? And that's how the the Pacers shot so well from three, because he's great at probing, penetrating the defense, getting into the paint, drawing. You know, the Kings were in scramble mode all night long, and the the Pacers got a lot of open threes from it. Pacers had 10 offensive rebounds tonight. Again, when you're scrambling, trying to run back and forth across the court to cover three-point shooters, that leaves – A lot of open opportunities for offensive rebounds. And the free throw shooting. The Kings started off amazing. They were 9 of 10 Mm -hmm. early on in this game. Went 3 of 7 the rest of the way. Or it could have cost them the game in a a 1.1 possession game like this.
1: Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, Calvin, what is a theoretical shooter?
0: I I don't know. And I don't want to... um, I don't want to put any words in Phoenix's mouth here, so I'm not going to to take a guess at what that would be.
1: Oh, man, that's funny. You guys are awesome. We appreciate you all here in the comments. We'd love to read from you all and, and you know, just see what your thoughts are because uh, you guys are part of the royal family. So, you know, we want all your voices to be heard. It's, uh yeah, I'm just seeing all this stuff about Buddy Heald in here. It's so funny, oh, man. man. It couldn't I mean, happen it, it, yeah. at the perfect time, right? Yeah. All the smack, the dude was talking, everything. Yep. And, you know, I I like Buddy Heald. Um I just, tonight, the re- this is the reason why. This is exactly why the Kings yeah. needed to get rid of him. Yeah. This game right here. This yeah. is exactly it. Yeah. 25 points. And he played super good in this I know. Games. He did.
0: He played really, really well. This is probably one of the better games he's had all year, actually.
1: <laughs> and they still lose. Oh, man, that's crazy. All right, Kyle, let's go over your keys to the game.
0: So key number one, this actually wasn't a a one-on-one matchup as much as I kind of expected it to be going into this game, but I was looking at Davion Mitchell against Tyrese. You know, they have a history going back to the Big 12 in college, and Tyrese has said in the past that he really hates going against Davion because of how great a defender he is. Davion did not guard Tyrese one-on-one as much as I thought he would have in this game. They both had really good games. Uh, You know, I I would call it pretty much a draw here. I mean, obviously, Davion scored more points, but Tyrese was better for his team with the 15 assists and no turnovers. Um, So it it was a pretty even matchup, I'll say. Rebounding, Kings lost this one like they do a lot of times. I already mentioned 10 offensive boards for the Pacers. The Kings were out-rebounded by six overall. But the one thing the Kings hit on big time in this game was bench points. Mm -hmm. 40 or how much was it? Where are we here? 32, 43, 48 points off the bench for the Kings tonight, which is a great number to get. Matu, career high, 22 points. Uh, and that was a big reason the Kings won this game.
1: And I think Matu's birthday was yesterday. Yeah. So we, we wish uh, Chemezi a happy birthday. Gothen, you're heading out so soon, man. We're We're almost done. No, we're not. We're not almost done. But thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, Calvin, anything else you want to talk about this game? Or are we ready to uh, move on here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we've said pretty much everything you can say about this game. It, it's the end of the year. There's not really much to talk about in terms of X's and O's. I, I think most people are just thrilled to see Buddy turn the ball over and cost in the end of the game. And, of course, the Kings winning.
1: Oh, man, <laughs> Dwight has 22 and seven boards. I mean, Dwight is very limited, but he's very good at the things that he does. It's players like that are just so amazing to me. Uh, You know, you look at a guy like Ben Wallace and how that guy is in the Hall of Fame for having no offensive game at all. So that just goes to show how good he is at specific things. And there still is room in the NBA for specialists, shooters, defenders, stuff like that. But I it mean, is D- Dwight Howard's more.
0: He's way past his prime at this point. Yeah. But Dwight Howard's much more than just a specialist, I would say. I, I mean, he was an incredibly dominant, dominant big man. No I, I post mean, he's, moves. he's a hands down Hall of Famer as well.
1: No post moves. He, he's dunking and rebound and block shots. That's Dwight Howard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he is specialist. Uh, he's going to average way more points per game than Ben Wallace. And that's career.
1: true. That is very true. And Dwight is like 55. Yep, that's true. We should have lost. Oh, trade Fox. You shorten your name now. <laughs> you really Welcome think back. we should trade Fox? I saw somebody else in here earlier say that we should trade Fox. So I, w- I want to hear why and who you guys want to trade for. On that topic, Calvin. You better be getting some damn good back if you're trading him. It's break time. So we're going to take a quick break here, real quick. I got a special video for you all. And when we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into your Sacramento Kings. We're going to figure out what's going on with Rashawn Holmes uh, with Around the Crown. Calvin, it's always important to prune the shrubs. It makes the house look bigger. Oh, hey, guys. We're back. Um, Sorry, got a little distracted there with my newspaper. Just a little light reading. I just want to remind you all, support for Royal Rebounds is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off in free worldwide shipping with the code ROYALFAMILY at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls, Calvin.
0: Yeah, you can't call yourself a fan of the sacks unless you take care of your own sack, right?
1: And if you want to be part of the royal family, you got to take care of the royal jewels. That's right. Or the family jewels.
0: The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. First off, the lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, the Longmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400k LED spotlight. That you need. That you need a more precise shave. If you need a more precise shave, you thought that was good, but you want. But want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose, ear, and hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off with free shipping using the code ROYALFAMILY.
1: Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ROYALFAMILY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code ROYALFAMILY. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. That's, uh, I think, 8 million balls, if I count correctly, Fred. 4 million people, 4 million men, I guess. <laughs> all right, Calvin. So back to the Kings. Let's talk about Rashawn Holmes because we've all been wondering why he's been sitting out for personal reasons. You know he he lost his starting job this year. He's been poked in the eye multiple times. Uh, he's had COVID. It's been a roller coaster season for him. He's been out now due to personal reasons. So, Calvin, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So
0: there's an article that came out today uh, detailing the reason why, uh, the ugly reason why the Kings have been keeping Rashan off the court. Uh, for anybody, you might may or might not excuse me, may or may not know this, but Rashawn and his ex-wife have a six-year-old son, uh, and since 2019, they've been in a custody battle for their child. His ex-wife recently came out saying that Rashawn allegedly was really, really angry and took out some of his frustration on their son with a blow to the head that left him bloodied. So he is now in the middle of a domestic violence dispute. They have a court date later this month, um, and that's completely separate from the custody battle. So there you have it. Now, obviously, we need to wait—you know—a lot longer. See more details come out in this case, and obviously, uh, you know, Rashawn is innocent until proven guilty. But, Barry, this is not a good look, and it is much, much worse than any reason we could have. You know, the worst reason we thought he might not be playing is because they were going to trade him.
1: Yeah. This is a little yeah. bit worse than that. It's much worse. This is much, much worse, Calvin. You know, we talked about, well, maybe they're resting him so that he doesn't get injured, so yep. that his trade value will be higher in the offseason. Uh, we talked about him being packaged, you know, uh, with a bunch of different things, draft picks, other players to try and upgrade this roster. And then, you know— we talked about Monty McNair's press conference or his statement he released after Rashawn was out with personal reasons. And he mentioned Rashawn loves this team. They love him. They expect him to be a big part of the team's success next season. And we're looking a little little deeper in there. And we're like, okay, that's kind of weird because we thought that he was going to be traded. But if I'm the GM, I'm going to say that stuff too, right? Because you don't want to create an extra riff. We don't even know if it's possible to trade him. This new news. Makes it much harder to trade him. Oh yeah. Or if you do trade him. <laughs> As
0: Deshaun Watson.
1: Yeah. His value <laughs> is uh, you know, very, very uh reduced. Sass, you're a dirty animal. You need to get some manscaped right now. <laughs> Use coupon code, you know, Royal, Royal family, family, bro. Twenty percent off free shipping. You gotta you gotta you don't need to shave, you can just trim them with your lawnmower. Yeah, there you go. Four 0. Right? Exactly. I, I've used mine. Have you used exactly. yours, Colin?
0: I'll be honest, I haven't used it yet. Mine's on display here for everyone to see. It's so. very
1: easy, very smooth. I had a great experience. That's wonderful. And it's even waterproof, it's so waterproof, I didn't have to didn't clean it? the floor yeah. in the bathroom afterwards. I just did it in the shower. Amazing. It's pretty good. Amazing. Oh, Vinny, even Vinny, did Vinny approves.
0: <laughs> if Vinnie approves, you guys have to go out and get it. We all know that.
1: Yeah, so back to Rashawn Holmes. I don't think he's a Manscaped customer. Uh, by this news, I'm assuming he is not. <laughs> um, but it's really unfortunate what's happening to him because I like Rashawn a lot. Yeah, no reason to laugh I think that he's been an amazing person on this team. Uh, You know, I really like what he brings to the court. But, you know, we've talked about his struggles this season, what's going on with him. It seemed like ever since he had that 2020 game, he's just kind of steadily declining, Right. right? And then there's the trade news and all that. If you have a lot of other stuff going on in your life, personal stuff like that, that can really affect your play on the court. Oh, absolutely! And as you mentioned, I didn't even know how long that this case has been going on for, but it seems like it's gotten it's, worse lately. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: I'll be on, Or I'm surprised at how few people have heard about this news, even as it's breaking today. I was actually at work earlier today, and I, I had a, um, I am a pool server at, at a hotel here in Maui, and I had some guests at one of my cabanas. Guy was wearing a king's hat. So we're talking about the Kings, you know, we're just basically saying how much of a disappointment this <laughs> season was and all the usual stuff. Who do you want to get? He's like, I'm looking at the tankathon right now, all this. Yeah. Um, and then I come back over a couple of minutes later and he goes, Oh, did you hear about Rashawn? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And he goes there, read this article when you get a chance, he's under investigation for domestic violence now. And I was, I was blown away. Um, so it's a, as I said before, this is one of those things you have to let due process take care of itself. All the the facts and everything is going to come out. There's no point in making any um, assumptions or opinions uh, about it right now. Yeah, uh, it, it would be very catastrophic for him if this was actually true. I hope for his sake it's not. It's been an incredibly difficult year for Rashawn already, and this only adds to that. I, I really wish him the best, and I hope that that he is innocent in this and that he eventually is able to gain custody of his son through the fact that, you know, this was a misinterpretation or mistrial or or whatever the case may be. But bottom line is we just have to wait and see what happens here.
1: Yeah. Either way, it's not a good look It's not for Rashawn. And it's quite unfortunate. And, you know, thoughts go out to him, uh, thoughts go out to his baby mama, to his baby, you know, hopefully they can figure this all out and work it out. And, uh, And get it, uh, get it resolved. Did you guys see the fight between Spo Haslam versus Jimmy Butler? No, I did not see that. Was that on today's game? Well, I did not see that either. I mean, I'm not surprised that Jimmy Butler is involved in something, but Spolstra and Haslam, huh? I'm going to have to check that out. That's, that's pretty interesting.
0: Those are a bunch of very competitive guys. I'm assuming that it it's probably gonna be made a bigger deal than it really is.
1: But Yeah, yeah. That's probably something where it's like in the heat of the moment. Yeah. We all wanna win. Uh, you know, we're all have again, that passion. That's, that's me saying that without
0: seeing anything. So I, I don't know what
1: happened, but Yeah, that's true. All right, Calvin. So, you know, while I was watching the game today, I'm looking at this I'm looking at this Pacers team and I'm like, okay, well, the Kings and the Pacers basically have the same record at this point right and you could say that for a few months now but they went in opposite directions as far as the team goes right like the Pacers said okay we want to rebuild we identified a young player that we like we worked out a package to bring him in and that was Tyrese Halliburton I don't think Buddy Heald has anything to do with the future of the Pacers And that's not a knock against Buddy Heald. It's just he's a little bit older. He makes a lot of money. Um, He was not the prize in this deal. Kings went in the opposite direction, and they ended up trading up and getting Sabonis. right? So I'm looking at these teams, and I'm like, okay, what team is going to be better off next season? And I start looking at the coaching staff. I see a familiar face on the sidelines for the Pacers. A new coach that they hired last season, in uh, Carlisle, Rick Carlisle, from Dallas, NBA champion, NBA champion, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, this guy has been an NBA champion. He's coached a ton of different Hall of Famers. He's a very well respected coach in the league, and I think he's had he's a, a talk. Top- Jim
0: Carrey stunt double,
1: <laughs> and he he's an older one, and he's uh you know. Probably had a conversation with management of like, we're not winning this season, right? So he sacrificed this season. I think he is going to be instrumental in them coming back next season. I think Miles Turner, they got uh, Duarte, Mm -hmm. Halliburton, they Mm -hmm. got another. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Another draft pick. This team could come out really strong next year. So I'm thinking for the Kings. We need a coach, right? Everyone's been talking about we need to add talent. We need a coach. I saw Fred in here earlier say we need talent and a defensive-minded coach. I know it's still a little early, Calvin, because we don't know what's going to happen. Have you thought anybody in any more in-depth on coaching searches for Sacramento any guys you would like to target you know as we get to the end of the season here and we look at standings we look at guys we're like okay maybe this guy won't continue on you know you look at the blazers they might lose their coach is there just anybody that you're targeting or, or starting to look at or are you just like waiting till the season's over figure it out then
0: um you know I think the targets are still the same uh, but yeah I'm waiting until the season's over I mean first of all, A bunch of these guys, you're not really even going to be able to talk to for a long time because they're all going to be in the middle of playoff runs. You know, if you want Kenny Atkinson, dude's going to be coaching for probably another couple months, you would have to think. We'll we'll see what happens with Steph. But so it's just going to take time. You know, bottom line is I just want the Kings and their front office to do the due diligence and come up with, you know, a really, really solid candidate here. I mean, I think it's got to be, it's got to be a household name. I really do believe that. That that's not to say that you can't take a chance on somebody like uh, Young Adelman or um, any of these up and coming guys, and they wouldn't eventually pan out. But I, I think in order, we've talked so much about changing the culture of this franchise that has lost over and over and over and over again for so long. That's not an easy job for somebody who ha- has no um, expectations or you know a high level of respect already in this league. That's a very uphill battle for mm-hmm. a young up and coming coach to do. It's not impossible, but it's very very difficult. It's very difficult for you know one of these extremely well respected guys like a Mike D'Antoni or anybody to come in and do that. So I, I would really just be I would be disappointed if the Kings were to take sort of a big risk here or a big swing for the not a swing for the fences because you want it to be a home run higher no matter who
1: it is. But th- it, we it, don't want it, another it George be, Carl situation yeah, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, nobody wants that.
1: Yeah. I got um, Vinny. Can you show my screen real quick? I got a video pulled up of this uh, this altercation. If you guys want to see what happened here. Looks like he's getting into it with, with Spolstra. Spolstra. Oh, Spoelstra's throwing clipboards. Come on, Jimmy, this isn't the practice for the Timberwolves. What are you doing? He's
0: pissed, look at him. I mean, it, it looks like a an, just a
1: regular argument to me so far. I, I've seen a lot worse than this. He's like, what? <clears throat> I'm the coach. You can't talk to me like that. What are you doing? You're out of here. This is my team. You know, the thing about the Miami Heat, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. But, you know, the thing about the Miami Heat, which makes them different than a lot of these other teams, is that they don't care who you are as the player. They're going to take Spolstra's side on this deal, like, no matter what happens. Because it's an organizational thing. And if you don't fit in with the organization, they'll get rid of you. Like, Jimmy Butler is not an untradable piece or some guy. Like, if this was Dwayne Wade, maybe it'd be a little bit different. But they even gave up on Dwayne Wade. They let him go, too, for money-wise. So, I think the Kings need to take note here. When stuff like this happens, this is how you handle it. And we'll see what happens in the next few days. But I don't see this as a big deal at all. What do you think, Cal?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Sass is saying there's another part to the video. I, I just I think that <laughs> I think I've seen that same thing happen on the sideline millions of times. I've had it happen in my own high school games. Like it's this stuff happens. And it especially happens between guys who are, you know, incredibly egocentric driven because they are they've risen to the top of the top in one of the most grueling and uh difficult professions to get to the top in. So mm-hmm. they, these guys have that mentality about them all the time. Spolster's a uh, multiple NBA champion winning head coach. Udonis Haslam has won multiple NBA champions, championships in his career. These guys ha- are, you know, they're very prideful. And th- sometimes that happens. So I, I don't, you know, I'll, I would be, I will look for interest. Or interviews, you know, from these guys after the game, even though they probably aren't going to say anything meaningful in those videos. But
1: Vinny, can you show me one more time,
0: SASS? How many times do you think somebody says that during the course of an NBA game, whether it's on the court or on the sideline? Like, it, not maybe in those words, but something similar to that. You know, again, this stuff happens in sports. It happens in all sports: basketball, football, baseball. Uh, you know, is it going to affect their chemistry going forward? It certainly could. But at the same time, these guys could all come into practice tomorrow and have a meeting, and, and it would, it could be over because they see the bigger picture. They know they're the number one seed in the East, and they've got a legit chance to win a championship.
1: Yeah, I agree with Makami. Kings need a Haslam here in their locker room, not a Tristan Thompson. That, that's really what the Kings need. I thought Zach Randolph was going to be that guy, and we actually saw him – you know, uh, I guess mentor Buddy Heald a little bit. When Buddy Healed started with the Kings, people were getting into it with Buddy Healed mm-hmm. and Zach Randolph just stood in there and was like, no, this is not happening. Kings need another guy like that. They really and do.
0: Jimmy Butler's been like this, you know, pretty much his whole career. I mean, he's, a, especially in Minnesota, we all remember that, what you were saying about the the practice where he just, you know, basically lit the whole organization on fire. I, I mean, yep. that that's just who the guy is, so... And and Miami
1: wanted that. They wanted that player on their team. Yeah, they feel like they have the system where they can control a guy like that. And we'll see. Uh, I I think that this is not going to be a big deal at all. I would be surprised. But you never know. You never know. All right, moving on here. May 17th is still the date on my calendar to mark for the draft lottery. That is going to be a huge date. Vinny, if you can show my screen here. I have the updated odds. Um, You guys probably can't see that. What if I go here? There we go. So the Kings have basically leapfrogged the Indiana Pacers. Now they have a 9% chance at the number one overall pick and a 37% chance at the top four. You know, looking here at this, it's going to be hard to pass Portland. you got four more losses. We don't know how how long De'Aaron Fox is going to be out for or Sabonis. You do have two games against Houston. Um, you know, but, And a but, game against Orlando. Coming yeah, up. but the, the rest of the schedule is not a walk in the park, especially yeah. when you're missing this many people. And then I, I don't think you're really going to, you know, I don't think Oklahoma City is going to win five or six more games and you lose out. So I don't really see them improving past the fourth pick so it's basically sacramento and indiana are just jockeying for position at this five and six and even if the kings do get the fifth pick or or fifth in this position doesn't mean they're going to get the fifth pick in the draft it just doesn't
0: that's very true
1: it doesn't you look here at the percentages you know houston they have the worst record in the league they still only have a 52 percent chance of getting in the top four 52 percent chance so even if the kings were at five here there's a 48 percent chance that another team is going to jump in there and it's going to push sacramento down so
0: yeah we'll just have to see where the ping pong balls fall
1: kings need a frozen envelope they need to do something they need to win the draft lottery because that is going to be huge What's up, Key Kings? Good to see you here. Uh, I don't know if you missed us earlier, but we're sponsored by Manscaped, and you can uh, get 20% off Manscaped if you go to their website and use the code Royal Family. Uh Calvin hasn't used his yet, but I have, <laughs> and Vinny has. All right, Calvin, anything else you want to talk about? Any other Kings news so far? Kings news? Yeah. Uh,
0: De'Aaron Fox was wearing a pretty interesting sweater on the sidelines today. <laughs>
1: that was a nice sweater. And we can talk a little bit about the Sabonis injury. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So the, the MRIs are official. They're in. It's a bone bruise in the left knee of DeMontis Sabonis. I'm not a doctor, but I could have told you that was the issue when I saw him bang knees on the court. Uh, you know, it's the non-contact injuries are the ones you really, really need to worry about. Vinny, you can clear that on the screen there. Um The non-contact injuries are the worst ones. Those are the ones where, you know, you don't know what happens. They're basically take a bad step or they land and their body's not happy with them. It's different when you run into somebody. Yes, that can cause major injuries. It really can. But um, I had a feeling it was a bone bruise and I feel a little relieved now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I never really got the sense that it was a once he got up and started running again off the floor after he initially went down i i kind of felt like they they dodged a bullet there but you know we we never uh you never know with those things so a- and as far as fox's sweater i don't know what it was man it, it looked like a map it kind of looked like a map i don't i mean he it did say like some city on it, it in like the top Italian or something it, i think it said japan on it or something. oh oh like
1: yeah, yeah yeah no it was it looked like japanese yeah, yeah. yeah so i i don't know what it what it was but um
0: it's probably out of my price range, anyway.
1: That sweater probably costs more than we all make in a a year, or a few Multiple. months, or more than we lost in Vegas. I'll put that. I'll put yeah. it out there. What's up, Cole? Good to see you there. Walk it off, Cole. Make sure you rewind and use our Manscaped coupon code to refresh your uh, yourself. Has anyone seen the Kyle Draper and Monty McNair interview? Yeah, I was watching that right before the stream started. And uh, it was it was pretty interesting, man. Uh, I really do like Monty a lot. I, I like this guy. I, I feel like we finally have a GM that can do the necessary things. He has the connections. He's been in the NBA for a while, and this is not like a, a knock on on Pete Delacentro De or anything like that. But you know, we all really liked Vlade as a player. He came here. he tried his best um but he's not a GM he's not Monty McNary is a GM and I'm just so happy to have him here on this team making moves you know he, he's been pretty clear I know a lot of fans have been disappointed at times with him because they feel like he hasn't been aggressive enough or uh they haven't heard anything from him but he's been pretty clear about everything that he's going to do and he, He's done everything that he said he's going to do, Calvin. He really has. So far, he has, yeah. He said he's wanted to maintain cap flexibility, which he's had. He said he wanted to add talent to the team, which he's done. Uh, He said he's going to be patient at times, and he's going to be aggressive at times. He's done both of those.
0: take best available in the draft, stack assets for a bigger move later.
1: Yep. Exactly what he did. He's done all those things. Did you read the Ringer article on Fox? I did not read that. I have
0: not read that either.
1: I will have to check it out after this. What's it about? I want to know who in the draft would make an immediate impact with our two stars whose timetable is in their mid twenties. I'm convinced we're trading the pick no matter what for someone in their timeline. We'll see. I, I agree with you unless it's like number one, maybe, maybe top three. I don't know if they're going to get equal value, Um, but it all depends on who's available, right? Like if a guy like Jalen Brown mysteriously becomes available, or Bradley Beal decides he finally doesn't want to be in Washington. I'm giving up whatever I can to get one of those guys. Because I feel oh, like yeah, for sure. if you got Fox, Beal, and Sabonis, that is a core you can build around. And I'm giving up anybody else not named those two guys to get them. Because they're all young. They're locked up. And I feel like that gives the Kings something to move towards. Even if you had no bench, those three players, they're making the playoffs, in my opinion, or at least the play-in.
0: Yeah, it it would be interesting to see. I mean, certainly you would have to think they'd probably uh, – or they'd have a much better chance and they'd be a better team, definitely.
1: Monty has a clear vision, draft well and make smart moves, 100%. Beal is ball dominant. I mean, he's had to be ball dominant. I, I, yeah,
0: I feel like that's kind of a facade. Uh, he's been by far the best player on such a horrible team for so long. Um, you put him on a legit team, sure, he's still going to score, but he can be an efficient scorer um, and play you know, within, within the con, confines of a, a legit offense that has multiple options on it.
1: I'm going to pull up this article real quick, Calvin. 'Cause I feel like uh everybody wants to see it, so why not? All right. Vinny. Oh, I got my wrong window open here. Sorry guys. Keep going, Calvin.
0: So, Manscaped. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, man, I, you know, if we're talking about the draft specifically, you know, I think that I, I do expect the Kings to trade this pick 100%. I, I believe that no matter whether it's the top pick or the eighth pick, they're looking to move it regardless of, of positioning. If they don't move it, Alex, I mean, there's a couple players I really like. I was a very big fan of Ben Matherin's before the NCAA tournament started. He's been playing even better in the tournament for Arizona. A really solid two-way player, has good size. I mean, he's kind of like, you know, uh, Harrison Barnes 2.0. You know, I think that he's a great slasher, really, really good at attacking the basket, has a very nice outside shot as well. He's really athletic, great two-way potential defensively. I think the king. It would be a slam dunk pick if they were somewhere, you know, six, seven, eight, and he was still on the board. Another guy I like is Keegan Murray. Um, Outside of that, you know, I don't see anybody in the six to eight range really making an immediate impact for this team. And by that, I mean turning them into a potential playoff team or, Mm -hmm. or having the impact that helps lead the team to the playoffs. There are other players that would fit, like AJ Griffin is a fantastic. Shooter, which the Kings would love to add more outside shooting, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and also is a good defender with great length. But it, he really hasn't played a ton of minutes this year. I don't think he's ready for like a big time starting role right away. He would be coming off the bench playing, you know, sparing minutes and things like that. So there, I don't think there's any player that you're going to get in this draft who you say, okay, day one, this guy's playing 36 minutes a game and yep. he's putting up huge numbers that make us a playoff team is warriors
1: are a perfect example yeah. right they drafted james wiseman number two overall i know he's been dealing with some injuries as of late but they tried to start him they benched him because he just wasn't he just wasn't ready it, it takes a lot to transition to the nba it really does man that's that's what what makes guys like lebron james even more incredible is the fact that they're able to just do it like from high school instantly all right i got the article up here vinny if you can show that for me so The Ringer, it's a long article. and Fox is the face of change for better or worse. It was published today. Basically, there's a bunch of quotes in here, but it talks about, uh, you know, the Kings group text where Ty- Tyrese Halliburton tells everybody he's been traded. He's going to Indiana. A lot of players didn't believe it. Then it goes a little bit. Further on here about Fox, you know, some quotes from him. It's definitely been hard. I've seen a lot of guys come in and come out and obviously building a bond with somebody. It's definitely hard when a trade happens. But at the end of the day, for me, it's not like he died or is sick. We can still talk, but it's just different. It's different. He talks about before the Sacramento Kings, he only had four coaches in his whole life. And he's already been through a ton of coaches here in Sacramento. Yeah. And that's which that happens for a lot that's of pro tough, players. Man. It's
0: not just Darren Fox, but
1: these are all the first round picks that have come and go since he's been there. Willie Colley Stein, uh, Georges Papayannis, Scala BCA, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Justin Jackson, Harry Giles, Tyrese Halliburton, buddy healed Marvin Bagley. That is a lot it is for one. a guy that's only 24 years old and he's on his fifth season with the team. And he's already had three head coaches, he says, it's definitely been difficult. I'm very strict with the way I do most of my stuff. So obviously not having people here that have been here for a long time or a few years definitely takes a toll on you. And we could see that this season. We we really could. I, I'm not going to read the whole article here. It's it's a very, very long article. But I'm going to read through the rest a little bit later. I suggest you all to do the same because uh, that's our guy. Franchise mm-hmm. player now. Mm-hmm. Calvin's Calvin's best player on the Kings, I guess. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to, trying to get you guys all riled well, that's up all again. Good.
0: He is. I do think he's. A, my opinion's not going to change on that, Un- unless they get another player on the team who I think is better than De'Aaron Fox. But right now
1: they don't have one. So what does Sabonis have to do to be a better player than De'Aaron Fox? Man, that's a good question. I'll get back to you on that. So if if he makes the All Star team next season, but Fox doesn't, is he st- is he a better player? Because that'll be three for him and zero for Fox.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, it depends on. You know, making the All Star team is a great achievement, but as I said before, it's a lot easier to make the All Star team as a as a power forward or a center than as a point guard in yeah. the NBA. It's a yeah. lot easier. It, that doesn't mean it's trivial, but it's a lot easier. Um, I, I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from Sabonis. He is a very very good player. If I think it would have to depend on you know what their how the Kings are playing and what their stats are looking like, if. Sabonis makes the all-star team and he's putting up, you know, 25 points, 13, 14 rebounds, six assists a game. And De'Aaron is again, you know, getting out to the gates, struggling, getting off to slow shooting performances um, and, and, you know, not really playing, not looking like he's not looking like he is right now. Then, yeah, I mean, then we can revisit that. And I would definitely think differently about it. But I really feel that a lot of the reason De'Aaron got off to such a slow start this year was because him and Tyrese just weren't a good pairing. I mean, I I said it the day that Tyrese was drafted. So since Tyrese has been traded, De'Aaron's kind of been unlocked again, and we've seen Mm -hmm. the De'Aaron Fox that we saw last year for the majority of the season. If he continues to play like that, then, I mean, yeah, like, Sure, Sabonis can put up great numbers, but so can De'Aaron Fox. I mean, the guy's capable of forty and, and
1: ten. Sabonis on, also on made it night. in the East too, right? Like
0: Well, I mean, you know, you and should, not on the I Sacramento want to get Kings. That, but, but but I'm
1: just saying is like he wasn't on the Sacramento Kings. He was on a good yeah. team that was making the playoffs. He was if, on Sabonis, a team, yeah. if Sabonis makes the all star team next year, I don't see a reason why De'Aaron Fox doesn't make the all star team. I think it's going to be both of them or I none hope, of them.
0: I hope so. But again, it, what it really comes down to is it's not about who is better
1: between the two of them.
0: It's the fact that they're still not good enough even with those two guys. They yep.
1: need another player. Yep. Have a good night, Fred. Thanks for watching. Make sure you go to manscaped.com, man. you yes, got to support the channel, support the royal family.
0: Yes, sir. And, Cole, yeah, I totally agree with you. They, I think they do need – more of a veteran presence you know we kind of hoped that tristan thompson would be that guy for them this year but i think if they could add somebody you know for a, a really reasonable deal reasonable contract in the offseason like a pj tucker you know mm-hmm. or or somebody like that i think that would go a long way and going back to what alex said here about trading the number one or no or two pick for jimmy butler hell yeah i would do that yeah hell
1: yeah Okay, I mean it's gonna take more than that because I don't think that's a realistic trade. You're gonna have to fill salary and all that stuff. Anything that you guys saw that happened tonight or whatever in that fight is not gonna deter me from trading for Jimmy Butler because I already knew Jimmy Butler was that guy, and I actually met Jimmy Butler here in Maui and we had an awesome time at Moose's. Dude dresses crazy, uh, just like he acts. But you know, Jimmy Butler players dress crazy. Jimmy Butler's a leader. A vocal leader. And he, he's the type of player that I would want on my team for sure. Yeah. He could bring the Kings the culture that they want. He really could.
0: And getting a guy like that changes the landscape for you in terms of attracting other people to want to come play in Sacramento.
1: Jim says he thinks Jones gets a new contract. How do you feel about that? Damian Jones? Yeah.
0: I hope so. I love Damian Jones. Yeah. I, I really would like the Kings to keep him around, definitely.
1: As a backup?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't see him playing power forward. And, and I've already said this, I don't want Sabonis really to play the four either because I want him
1: inside. Yeah. If you had to choose Matu or Jones, who are you bringing back?
0: Man, that's a tough call because I really do like Chemezi Matu a lot. I, You'd I, play both of I them think... off the
1: bench, forward? center combo yeah
0: i'm still i'm definitely looking for an upgrade at power forward above damian jones or chemise metu going into next season um however if you're able to somehow get like a bradley beal for example then that kind of changes things for me then i'm okay with playing you know uh maybe not as legit a power forward because you've still got Assuming, right, I don't know if you keep Harrison Barnes at that point, but mm-hmm. let's just say, for example's sake, you, you have him. I mean, a starting lineup of Fox, Beal, Harrison Barnes, whoever it is at the four, and Sabonis, I'll take that for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely would take that as well. I, I'm just excited, guys. I'm so excited for the off season. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I, my hopes get so high as, you know, the season starts. And then, you know, they get crushed. But I'm excited again. You know, I, I've already gotten over the fact that the Kings aren't making the playoffs this season and that it's 16 years in a row. Uh, free Yes, Kata. yes,
0: free Kata.
1: Um But I'm, I'm really excited for what this, uh, this offseason brings. And I'm actually excited for the rest of this season, too, because I hope we get to see guys like Keta play um, and we get to see what we have out of some of these young guys and get a preview, you know, for what, what we're going to see next season.
0: And, of course, we're still excited for the playoffs, right, Barry? Yes. We're actually going to be starting a new channel covering the playoffs. If you guys are going to be watching the NBA playoffs, which I expect most of you to do, and you still want to keep up with us, come check us out at our new channel.
1: Yeah. We're not shutting down Roll Rebounds, so don't get it twisted. But I'm posting a link here in the chat. This is going to be our second channel. It's called Basketball at the Bar. Calvin uh, and I are going to hang out Monday through Friday, Uh, and just hang out for about an hour live stream. We're going to talk about the entire NBA. We're starting April 11th. We're going to cover all the playoffs and, uh, make sure you guys, uh, go ahead. Just click that subscribe. We would much appreciate it. And, uh, Calvin, are we wrapping up this section here?
0: Yes, Jim, you trade the first pick for Bradley Beal.
1: All right, guys, it's break time again. But when we come back, we're going to take a look at the Kings next week of basketball with Kings Crusade. (laughs) Welcome to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans by fans. The Kings continue their crusade to get uh, back to the draft lottery next up is the Orlando magic if you're a Kings fan make sure you hit that like button down below and please consider subscribing to the channel real quick Calvin NFL offseason has been absolutely been insane. Incredible. We saw Russell I, Wilson I get, traded. Saw like get traded. We saw Deshaun Watson get traded. Tyreek Hill get traded. Everybody. Robert Woods Devontae got traded Adams today. Got traded. Yeah, it is absolutely incredible. Amari Cooper. Yeah, they're all flying right. wild. Where do you think Baker's going to end up? Baker, I don't know. I really don't know at this point. Atlanta maybe? I... They said that if Seattle doesn't want him, they're going to cut him. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, hopefully he saved all that money he made from doing all those commercials, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope so.
1: That really is wild. All right, so next up is the Orlando Magic. Calvin, let's jump here into your keys of the game. And I want to remind you all, this game is on Saturday. Calvin and I will be in Arizona celebrating uh, the death of a friend uh, who's getting married. Um He's Shout still alive, out Jimmy. Yeah, he's still alive. Jimmy's still alive, but um he's he's getting married, so we're going to celebrate uh him getting married. So we will be on the road on Saturday in uh Calvin, keys to the game. So it, these games are not about wins
0: and losses anymore. Um I you know, to me they're not really so much even about Xs and Os. It it's like we kind of talked about earlier, evaluating what you've got going into the off season um and taking this opportunity where your star players have the excuse that they need to be sitting, so you can get some of these other guys minutes. Number one is keep the Davion train rolling. This guy has been bawling lately. It's been great to see. I think it would be really, really good for his you know personal confidence, obviously, going into the off season to to finish out the season playing like this. Number two, empty the bench. I want to see Keita out there. I think the match potential matchup with him and Mo Bamba is pretty intriguing. Get this guy some minutes, man. Like, I want to see that guy play. I really do. And then number three is going to be share the ball. Kings are missing their two best players at distributing the basketball in Sabonis and Fox. Mm -hmm. We saw tonight or today this game, a lot of times I felt like the the offense got really stagnant. There was not a lot of ball movement. Um, 34 assists for Indiana, just 26 for the Kings. 26 isn't a terrible number to have, but – they need to, without these guys playing who are, you know, their best um, distributors, they really need to focus more on keeping the ball moving.
1: Seattle is ruining my life. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm just excited to see some more Kings basketball. And actually, another winnable game, Calvin, at the Magic, who have been playing absolutely horrible. <laughs> you know, the, the Kings actually have a chance here. And then they go on to play the Heat not a good game, and then two games against the Rockets. The Kings could potentially win, you know, four out of these five games on this road trip, which would be huge as a confidence booster, and they're still not going to pass or, or uh, Portland. So I- I'm totally okay with them, uh, you know, winning some of these games, build up some team chemistry, get guys excited, and just, you know, try and bring something into the offseason, something, anything at all. I'm really, really happy that Sabonis is not injured, injured. Oh, yeah. Because that could have been absolutely horrible for the Sacramento Kings. I still don't want to see De'Aaron Fox through the rest of the season. I think he just needs to take a break, figure it out, and uh, let these young guys really, really play. So everyone, no royal report this week. As I mentioned, Calvin and I will be traveling. We will be on the road on Saturday for the post game. But uh, make oh, sure you guys—oh, watching
0: guys, all the Sweet Sixteen games.
1: Make sure you all guys tune Sweet in for that because we will be live for that game. Uh, we'll go live right after the game, and then we'll be back here in Maui on Sunday. So we will be back in the studio for Monday's game against the Miami Heat. Calvin, you got anything else you want to say to everybody? Go blue. Talking about the Sweet 16,
0: watch out for another upset. Villanova's going down on Thursday.
1: Okay, okay. I also want to remind you guys, support for Royal Rebounds is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code ROYALFAMILY. It's right here in the bottom of the screen at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. We're rocking our Manscaped gear right here. We appreciate you guys all watching, supporting the channel. You guys all have a wonderful night. Make sure you smash up that like button, hit that subscribe button. And in the meantime, go sacks.